Listener Production. G'day sports fans, I'm Josh Conway. Welcome to The Scorecard and this is your fast, fun hit of sport for Friday, June 30. Today, Rift rumours are shut down and a master coach and playmaker near returns. But first... Let's get straight into what happened on day two of the second Ashes Test at Lords after we resumed in a strong position with the bat. Our resident cricket tragic Sam Ferris has the latest. The second Ashes Test at Lords hangs in the balance after another absorbing day where England trail Australia by 138 runs with six wickets in hand. Now, the big news on day two came from a pair of Aussie century makers. First, Steve Smith brought up his 32nd Test century in the morning session, putting him equal second with Steve Waugh on the list for most Test tons for Australia. He's still got a bit of a way to go to catch overall leader Ricky Ponting. He scored 41 hundreds in the baggy green. We are witnessing greatness in front of our eyes. One of the all-time greats just takes a hundred off England. Smith was eventually out for 110. One of five Aussie wickets to fall for 77 runs before lunch as Australia posted 416, having been sent in by Ben Stokes. The early breakthrough never came for Pat Cummins as England's openers easily scored at five runs per over before off-spinner Nathan Lyon had Zach Crawley stump for 48 to make it one for 91. After tea, Lyon was in the thick of the drummer again, but this time it wasn't his bowling. Chasing a ball in the outfield, Lyon pulled up lame, clutching his calf and leaving the field. It's hard to ignore the irony here as Lyon had avoided injury for a decade to be playing in his 100th consecutive test match at Laws this week. Now there are fears his series might be over. With no Lyon, Australia went into bouncer mode and it paid off. Cameron Green had Ollie Pope caught a deep square leg and then should have had Joe Root in the same over, but Green overstepped and a no ball saved Root on one. Ben Duckett was denied an Ashes 100, out-hooking Josh Hazelwood for 98. Then Root fell to another short ball, this time a legal delivery by Mitch Stark, which was well held by Smith. Root was out for 10. That put England at 4 for 222, and it should have been 5 for 243, but Marnus Labuschagne couldn't hold on to a catch at square leg to give Harry Brook a life on 25. Brook finished the day unbeaten on 45 next to captain Ben Stokes, with a big day three coming up at Lords. To stay up to date with what's going down in the ashes, stay tuned to the Willow Talk podcast on the listener app, with new apps dropping after every day's play of the entire series. Good on you, Sam. Thank you. A weekend of cricket in prime time ahead. Can't wait. To the NRL, and don't they love a bit of drama? The latest to be involved is the West Tigers, and more specifically, Tim Sheens and Benji Marshall. After their best-laid succession plan that will see Premiership hero Marshall eventually take the reins from the veteran coach, it has been a tough old season. It took the club until round nine to secure their first victory of the season in one of the more baffling results of the year when they toppled back-to-back Premier's Penrith. They currently sit 16th heading into this weekend and things haven't got a heap better, with Sheen's now forced to deny rumours of a rift between he and Benji. Surprise, surprise. Reports say the pair are at odds over potential replacements for soon-to-be-departed halfback Luke Brooks, who will be a seagull from next year. It does leave a bit of a hole in their halves cupboard, but Sheens doesn't seem too concerned about it all. There was no divide about wanting wanting Brooksy to stay. Okay. The issue is he, he decided to go. I think there's more money involved in other things, uh, so... You know, that's, we have to live with that. It's also reported the pair were both blindsided by the appointment of recruitment boss Scott Fulton as well. So it's fair to say lines of communication aren't so great at the club at the moment. 
They'll have to brush that all off facing the Cowboys in Townsville tomorrow night. While in some Origin news, Caelan Ponga is officially out of Origin 3. Queensland is without a replacement for the suspended fullback Reese Walsh, but it won't be the Newcastle captain in the number one jersey. Tally Marone's coach Billy Slater. Thanks, but no thanks. And that he's happy with his pre-series decision to prioritise his health after repeated head knocks. Tonight, Round 18 continues with the Warriors hosting the Bunnies across the ditch before the Storm play their first game at Docklands in 13 years against Penrith. And speaking of origin selection, legendary Panther Mark Geyer believes the Blues should pull this switch involving Captain James Tedesco for the Game 3 dead rubber. If you don't want to get rid of Teddy in Game 3, which I don't think you should, put him on the wing. Put Dylan Edwards on the wing. He started the, That's where he was in the under-20s, where he was all his junior career. Tomorrow, the Battle of Brisbane hits the Gabba when the Broncos host the Dolphins. We reckon the TV might cop a fair hiding this weekend. <laughs> the AFL world is richer for Alastair Clarkson's involvement and his anticipated return looks like it's nearing closer. The master coach stepped away from North Melbourne in May, citing the physical and mental toll of the racism investigation into his former club, Hawthorne. But interim coach Brett Ratton revealed yesterday... He caught up with an enthusiastic Clarko last week. Yeah, he was up and about and um, smile on the face and yeah, really positive. So from that point of view, we'll just let the club work through that. Transitioning in, is it slower, is it medium, is it quick? I'm not sure. They'll work through all that. So we don't quite have a return date, but as former Brisbane champion and Brownlow medalist Simon Black told Footy Talk right here on the Listener app, It'll be a great thing when Clarko does return. If six weeks is long enough, then it'd be a warm welcome back. I must say, I think Rats has done a really good job. Um, but, you know, Clarko, great to see him back. As for action on field, last year's grand finalists Sydney and Geelong continue round 16 at the SCG tonight. And we thought we'd leave you with something a bit more light-hearted to finish your week here at the scorecard. Firstly, to a quick serious note, though, a cipher saw Melbourne Storm eyes yesterday with star fullback Ryan Pappenhausen moving freely at training. He's been sidelined since round 18 last year after that leg injury that was likened to a car crash. It'd be great to see him back out there before season's end. And we know hearing the word quarantine brings a shudder to everyone who hears it after what we went through over the last few years. But that's what the Storm are putting Cam Munster through ahead of tonight's game against the Panthers. Munster's illness... Lousy hangover. Yeah, whatever you want to call it, means he's being kept away from teammates for the time being. But there is one silver lining, according to coach Craig Bellamy. Looks like he's lost a bit of weight, so he might be a bit quicker. How about that for a little drive-by while you're not feeling the best? And that'll do us for another week here at The Scorecard. We'll see you on Monday. Go the Aussies. Listener.